ultimately, it's all about growth. It's about prioritization to help sales find the best customers, the best prospects, so we can grow revenue. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, and in these episodes, we focus on one of two things. We'll either be sharing one of our favorite and most actionable talks from a Flip My Funnel event, or you'll hear Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss how they're getting better in a specific functional area of Terminus's business. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. So I really appreciate everyone here today. I think this presentation is going to be a, a little different than, than the one that was just here. It's going to be a little more techie. There's going to be a great sales and marketing focus, right? I know the element of this show is that. So I'm Paul Green, Director of Marketing Technologies at Extreme Networks. I've been at Extreme for a little over eight years. Uh, the journey I've, I've had there, I was brought in to usher Extreme into the world of marketing automation. At that time, we had no Mar MarTech stack. And, and so I've taken kind of a, an interesting journey there, bringing tools, bringing strategy, ultimately trying to you know, have a revenue impact to the organization. And I'm going to talk about a project that I'm spearheading today called Orion. And it's really a project around account intelligence. And, and you know, it, it's something that's, I think, probably near and dear to many of our hearts as a marketing technologist, right? I bring technology into the company and I try to figure out ways to make it affect the company from a, from a sales perspective. Sales, sales folks are selling, marketing is marketing, and then tech is trying to power them. Just kind of from a show of hands in the room, how many people here sit on kind of the marketing side of the org? Most. Okay. Anybody from sales? Operations? All right. So... I'm an ops guy, and so you know, my my I wake up in the morning and, and I'm I'm working with data, I'm working with technology, and I'm trying to figure out ways to make that power the organization. So that's going to be the story today. So company background, streams, 30 year old company, billion plus in revenue, 3,000 com uh, 3,000 employees, company's growing, and to kind of set the stage of what I, what I'm going to talk about today is, you know, we've been in this hyper growth mode. For a couple of years now, acquiring companies, doubling in size, all good things. Here are some of the companies we, we bought. We we sell networking solutions, and so it you know it's kind of a uh, an older industry that's being reinvented with the age of big data and software. So it's kind of an exciting time for us. Challenges: lots of companies, lots of data, lots of strategies. How do you how do you figure it out? How do you make sense of it? The process. And the ask of marketing was really kind of plain and simple, help us focus and prioritize. And so, you know, you'll see that focus and prioritization kind of through the entire presentation. What's interesting is just Friday, we acquired another company, so four acquisitions. I'm going to close this out with a, uh, with a kind of a, a setting of how I think about this new company that we just acquired on Friday and what I plan to do with it. And you'll see the, the architecture, the thinking, the data and process that we've put together is gonna, play, is gonna pay handsome rewards from a, from a data perspective with this new acquired company. So I call it account intelligence. Uh, I know a lot of people call it a lot of different things, but 
ultimately, you know, how can we use data and process to learn more about the accounts, right? Marketing is marketing to accounts, sales is selling to accounts, and so it's really kind of a data process story. So Orion, about a year ago, I came up with the name. For those of you that are Constellation buffs, Orion is a constellation that can be seen all over the world. It's a global thing, which is fantastic. If you're part of kind of Greek mythology, the god Orion was about hunting. It was all about a spear. And so account intelligence is the thought of how can we take 100 accounts, focus it down to 10, focus it down to five, and maybe even focus it down to one. And so that was the basis of the thinking of Orion. It's all about intelligent account targeting and prioritization. It's really a customer data platform. You know, I, I got some very sound advice about a year and a half ago at a tech show. I love coming to tech shows because they get to meet lots of smart people. And the advice to me was stop talking about technology. Your marketing folks don't care about technology. They don't care about tools. And sales certainly doesn't care about it. Brand your project. Talk about the project that's going to benefit them. Yes, technology is important. Data is important, but they don't really care. Some of the best advice I've ever gotten. So now I have people in my company talking about Project Orion. So it starts with Salesforce data, right? It's all about the account. Sales lives in Salesforce, so the Salesforce account is really important. We're layering in predictive intelligence, predictive models. We're, we're layering in intent. We're layering in website traffic as data inputs into what's happening at the account. We package it all together. We put it back into Salesforce. And one of the really interesting things that's just starting now is that it isn't just about existing accounts. Who's to say that every account in Salesforce are A, the right accounts, and B, the only accounts in the world? And so sales lives in Salesforce, but one of the things that we're doing is we're taking a look outside of Salesforce. So we're running models to look at companies that don't exist. We're monitoring companies that are coming to our website today that don't exist. We're scoring those. We're prioritizing those. We're giving sales and marketing intelligence. So, you know, I spend a lot of time talking to sales. So what? I don't care. How is this going to affect me? Ultimately, it's all about growth about prioritization to help sales find the best customers, the best prospects, so we can grow revenue. And we're doing it at scale. So today we have hundreds of thousands of accounts in our sales force, and the bottom line is how can we use all of this data, and how can we shepherd the process that we've built to help sales narrow in? And as I had said, we're using predictive models. We have massive models that are showing the probability of the account to buy. And it's like anything in life, you know, 20% of the customers deliver 80% of the revenue. I have a stat of what our model shows. It's not far off. And then I like to say this to sales, it's available today. It's in our sales force. Use it to change your behavior. Use it with your team to change your strategy. Let us help you do a better job. Oh. This is probably a pretty ugly slide. This is the traditional funnel, right? And probably the majority of us have it. We start on the left with strategy. We have inbound and outbound programs. We've all invested a lot of time, energy, and money in the marketing technology stack. 
we're a Marketo user. It all goes into Marketo. There's a ton of things happening, very complex processes. And what comes out the other side? A marketing qualified name. That's Nirvana, right? That goes into sales, and then sales does its thing. However, sales sells to accounts. People make up accounts. And so the one thing that we've done is we have kind of started here. We're still, and this is you know, one of the things that, that I'll say in terms of where I disagree with some of the, you know, the, the common concepts that are happening in the world today. Everyone's saying the traditional life cycle is dead. I don't agree with that. It's still working. We just need another layer of intelligence above it. And so this is what I've built over the last year. And it's a data platform. What's really important to me is data. I'm all about taking data into my platform and then doing lots of things with it. Orchestration, I like to call it. We still have programs. We still have demand gen. That's all really important. But what sales cares about are those insights. Sales cares about the story. Sales cares about data that can help them prioritize. And so we still have Marketo, Salesforce, critical, mission-critical applications. We're just taking an awful lot of data up into a platform and then doing a lot of things with it. And I'm going to talk about how we activate the data. That's a really important part of it. So one of the, one of the most important parts of all of this was trying to come up with a framework for all this data that's coming into the system. And that's, I want to spend a little time sharing with you how I think about the framework. And then you're going to see, as we activate the data, all of the different elements coming alive. And that's one of the key points to this. It's one thing to have a lot of data. It's one thing to have models. It's one thing to have process. But how do we activate it? How do we bring it into market so the sales team can use it, so the marketing team can use it, so our channel organization can use it, so product marketing can use it? Today, I'm really here to talk about what Orion's doing for the sales organization, but there's many other uses that have come up during, during the time of the project. All right, so identifying the right accounts at the right time, that's what this is all about. So there are three main elements, and hopefully these are not new concepts, fit. And so we have four different predictive models running at extreme. One is a cross-product model, and then we have three solution models. Uh, these things have been fed with over a million line items of opportunities, one loss open all around the globe, and we're running these things to help us. What's the fit of the account or the customer, and what's the probability that they're going to purchase? Really important. And so you have fit in terms of that account intelligence grid, intent, right? Intent is super hot. Everyone's selling intent. Um, we are licensing today 100 topics. Uh, we get that data every week. I think one of the things, and I'll talk a little about this, that we've done to it is we just don't care about topics. We care about how those topics relate to our business. And so we have aligned all of that information to our go-to-market strategy. So now when sales sees an account trending in a go-to-market, bam, they know a talk track. They start to have signs of, of interest about things that we're doing that we're selling. So intent is kind of the second piece. And then the third is engagement, right? How is that account engaging with extreme? Really powerful. It's one thing that they fit. It's another thing that they're researching topics that relate to us. It's a whole nother 
game changer if they're on our website, if they're interacting with our Marketo programs. And so, you know, I like to say it's not about how any one of these elements shines or doesn't, it's how we put them together to tell the story, right? They feed into account intelligence and ultimately they feed our sales, marketing, and channel teams. All right, so I'm gonna start off just quickly and run down each of these. You know, you have to prioritize the right accounts. And so this is a show of our cross product model. We graded A, B, C, and D. And you know, this slide I've used with sales because I want them to understand what an A and B means. Uh, an A and B in the model takes up 31% of the accounts, but drives 72% of the revenue. So I'm not a math major, but those are pretty damn good numbers. So if you want to drive revenue and you want to have a, a significant opportunity to have, have the account go through a path that makes sense, you choose A's and B's. Over on the right side, you can see that green line. It's pretty small. It says 6.37. That means the average lift of an A account is 6x, 600% above average. So I won't talk any more about the, the science of this because I know that can probably be a little boring, but it is a science experiment. It's about data and science and telling a story to sales. So focus on A's and B's. You're gonna drive the majority of the revenue from 31% of the accounts, A's convert. And so the interesting thing here is this is our data. Right, a million line items, five years of data, different companies we've purchased. And, and again, we can go in and show sales. These are your accounts being run through the model. And one of the things that, that this next graph shows you is C's and D's, they're red, they're negative. So if you spend time on a D, makes up 11% uh, of the pool, it's gonna drive 1% of the revenue. So I like to have this conversation to, so they can understand A's and B's are where it's at. Truly, A's are where it's at. In a perfect world, we would be focused on A accounts. All right, the next thing is intent. So we're going to go left to right around, around the concentric circles. Intent, right? Intent is account surge, right? Many companies are selling it. Topics, it's all about topic research on the web. We're licensing, licensing 100 topics today around our company. We're licensing seven competitors. The key to intent is not thinking about it from a topic perspective, it's how do those topics relate to your business. And so what we've done is we've taken those topics, we've prioritized them, and then we've dri driven them through our go-to-markets. And so now again, as these score out each week, sales, marketing, channel can look at an account, look at how they're scoring against our go-to-markets, and then have nurtures set up. They can have calling scripts. They have really great insight to how we want to attack this account. Another thing that I think is really important is, you know, and, and I really stress this, this isn't Paul with a half-baked idea, you know, kind of having a science experiment. Everything we're doing is based in data and based in science. So I took those 100 topics and I gave our provider 450 closed one opportunities. And they went back over an 18-month period and proved to me that those 100 topics were the right ones given the sales cycle. And so we started out actually with 170 topics and threw away the junk. So again, we're using our data, our one opportunities, and these topics to build something that makes sense, and more importantly, to prove it out in math and science that this stuff works. 
Third piece, today I'm going to talk about website engagement. You know, the majority of the traffic that's hitting our sites is anonymous. What does that mean? We don't know who they are. We're a Marketo shop. So if someone clicks on a white paper, clicks on an email, we're tracking their cookies. And that's how marketing automation works. So uh, the majority of the people are anonymous. So what we are doing is we're tracking IPs, and then we're doing reverse lookups on these IPs, and then we have account data. For me, the account name and the domain is gold because that's how all of this stuff works. So now every week we're piping website intelligence reports into our system based off of the IP. You get a lot of great firmographic information on it. We were able to see what they're doing, how many people are doing it. We're able to look at new accounts. So people are on our website, they're not in Salesforce. That's gold. One of the other really cool things is you're able to track this data and populate Google Analytics. So now you're able to take these you know, generic Google Analytics reports and start putting real data to it, size of the company, company names, industry. And so you know, our web team is loving this stuff. You know, I'll talk about one of the things that's interesting for me, and I'm going to show this towards the end of this presentation, is the journey I've been on. When I first started this journey, I had no idea, honestly, where we would end up. Uh, every quarter or so, this journey really seems to change. It's pretty cool to be able to take technology and data that we're licensing and go out of kind of the normal areas that we talk with. So today we've got nine, nine primary. These are the large major data sources that are pumping into Orion. We are running on state-of-the-art infrastructure. Uh, it's container-based, running Kubernetes. That may, make, may mean something to you guys. It may not. All it is is it's state-of-the-art stuff. I've got a data uh, environment that's more advanced than my IT organization. We're bringing in so much big data each, each, week, each week. It's amazing. Our processes start running on Saturday, and they run through Sunday night. So we've got about 30 hours of orchestration happening in the background to we rescore every account every week. So in some senses, so what, right? Who cares? It's data, it's process, it's a lot of money. This is where, for me, it starts to get really interesting. These are the layers. So now all of a sudden, you get all this data. What are you going to do with it? We have every field, if we want, from a Salesforce perspective, from, from targeting. We start to bring in the fit. And so now we know who owns what products. How do they score with models? If, they're, if they don't own products, we know how they score with models. We start to understand a lot about firmographics. Now we can layer on intent. Okay, they're a net new customer. They score really well in our models, and they're surging on the right types of things. Pretty cool. Last part, engagement. Like I said, we're a Marketo shop, so we have all of this Marketo engagement information as well as the website. Now, you just start to think about the, the possibilities of, you know, I, I'm an inside sales rep. I have a territory. I'm interested in the, these things. I can use levers to drive the, the end results, the accounts that I want to focus on. And again, take all of this away. It's about account targeting and prioritization. That's what below all of this. That's what it is. So now comes really the fun stuff. These are, these are live examples of how we're taking all of this data and information. To be honest, most people in my company don't know what I do. 
They don't know the, the cool people I work with. They don't know the cool technologies that I've spun together. What they do know is what I'm gonna show you now. So this is the biggest part of it. You got data input, you've got orchestration. Now we're gonna activate it. How do you get all of this information into the hands? And, and the majority of these use cases is sales. So in Salesforce, every Monday, we pipe in a whole lot of data. And so we have a section at the account. The first part is fit. Here are all of the predictive models. So each of these are Salesforce fields. Cross product, that's our lifetime value model. If someone's an A, I'm gonna smile because that means a lot of good things. The next section is intent. So we have, again, a lot of fields here. The goal here isn't to load up Salesforce with fields. The goal is to give sales and marketing folks data to build a strategy against. So are they surging on extreme networks? If so, that's a good thing. Are they surging on competitors? What are the weekly counts? How many topics are they consuming? We look at, we look at the, the weekly topic count and then we look back last week to show are they up or are they down? The next section is web, website intelligence, looking at page and views. And again, a lot of data here, but you know, if you're a strategic seller and you wanna to go to market in your territory, you now have a lot of data to build views. That's one of the use cases here, right? This is the account object in Salesforce views. I was on a call with our Middle East sales group and I did this live. And so Salesforce type, inactive and targets. Inactive means they haven't bought in three years. Targets, they've never bought. They're all A's and B's, love that. Oh, and by the way, they're all surging on extreme. And I asked the sales team, hey guys, there were 37 accounts. Is anyone talking to any of these accounts? Nothing, <laughs> crickets. They should be, bottom line. They score really well, they're interested in us, and you know they are the right types of accounts. So again, the first thing is the account view. This is or the account section, Salesforce. This is a Salesforce view. We, we did a lot of cross-functional meetings, and one of the things that sales said to us is, I would love it if you could proactively nudge me. And so we've built emails that are taking this information, personalized for each rep. In essence, stack ranking their territory. So this email is the top 25 accounts in their territory, highly customizable. And what do I mean by that? So we are talking with sales now. We're rolling this out globally, and I'm talking to one sales, Person, Linda, and Linda said, you know what, Paul, this is great, but I really think about my business from uh, verticals. And so what are we gonna do for Linda starting this week? We're gonna send her her three verticals. One report that lumps everything in is hard for her to think about. Fine, super highly customizable, and this is what they look like. There's a lot of data on here, but we worked with sales and narrowed down to what they care about. So a rank, so we stack rank, it shows this account, is up 22 points this week. That's really interesting. Last week they were at 23, this week they're the number, number one ranked account, why? Their topics are rising, they're surging on 106 topics, they're surging on extreme, surging on competitors, and they're an A score. So what do they do off of this? Um, th this isn't meant for them to do their work in. We're, we've hyperlinked this account right into Salesforce. It's just meant to be a reminder on a, on a smartphone. If they're at their desk, they can look in their email program. All this data is in Salesforce. They could build this report themselves. But every week, 
they get a report telling them they're top 25. One of the interesting things now is during their one-on-ones with their, with their sales managers, they're reviewing these reports. It's kind of cool. All right, another use case, data visualization. So we, we were running a global field marketing set of events called Extreme Now. These are uh, events like this, get people into a room, talk about really cool stuff, much smaller, intimate, we were focused on the US and we went to sales. Where should we hold these events? 60 cities. Why do you want to hold it in Dallas? Well, I have great customers there and there's a lot of business in Dallas. Okay, interesting point of view. Um, we, we couldn't fund 60 events. And so how do you then take a salesperson who knows his territory in theory better than anyone and say, uh, we're not going to do it in Dallas. And so I took uh, a huge data set and we went back to sales and we narrowed it down to 25, 60 to 25, why? Because we showed them data. We showed them propensity to buy. We showed them intent. Working in Excel, it's kind of hard. Personally, I love it, but I'm a geek. So the next thing we did is we piped it into Tableau, visualization. So you have kind of the old way and then you have the new way where we brought it down to 12 cities, why? Because we piped in revenue, we piped in pipeline, we piped in the predictive models, and we piped in account intent. And we took really a, a conversation that was kind of the old way of why and gave them data to reach kind of decisions. Fact-based, you know, it, it was really an amazing opportunity to take data that we had, think about it a little differently. No one told us to do this. So we were just thinking, how can you take an Excel spreadsheet that is a little unwielding and make it friendly to sales? And that was this. All right, so as I had said, we're a Marketo shop. So great, you've got all this intelligence in Salesforce. Sales loves it. Well, we can't forget about marketing. And so we have taken the data layers and all of this information is available in Marketo at the name, at the name level, right? Individuals, marketing automation is about people. And so now marketing and sales can truly be talking the same language, coming up with the same strategies. All right, the early results. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show you some accolades and I've done this to show you the, the breadth of how we're using it. The first one is, is from an Amir SDR. You know, she started working with it and within three weeks was just gushing about it, calling it magic. Why? Because she's able to now targeted account, she's now able to, to get reminded of accounts that she had worked with six months ago. And oh, look at they're surging. Interesting. I should go after them. Andrea Venegas works for our channel program manager. One of the things we've started doing is taking this infrastructure and powering our channel partners. And she has had phenomenal success working with channel partners. Again, no easy task to put in, uh, an orchestration platform like this together. My charge is to maximize the use of it. Uh, Chris Marks, he, he runs our inside sales group. This is my favorite comment. Orion Data is at the forefront of how I want my team prospecting. Thank you, Chris. Job well done. Jeff Bird, this is, is an interest, interesting one. He runs inside sales for EMEA. He's using Orion Data in Tableau. He used to work at Tableau. He's a, he's a data geek. He was able to build a report in Tableau that he's been trying to build in Salesforce for two years. Uh, it really opened my eyes to the power of the data and getting it out of the systems into the hands of the users. This is one of our partners uh, who used the data in outbound calling campaign, loving it. And then the, this last one runs uh, inside sales for EMEA. Uh, it's really helped him in territory planning with his reps. 
And so, you know, all of these are around sales. There's one around channel. That's really kind of the focus of this event, but I can just tell you this, you know, we've taken a lot of data and process and built kind of this uh, tool set that has, you know, use cases in sales, in marketing, in channel, in product, to be honest, in IT. And so it's, you know, again, you know, think, I think there are uses that we always aren't, that aren't apparent to us that come up. So I just want to quickly run through a couple of examples. So this first one is state and local government. It's a new, it's a new customer. They used what we call these TPS reports. So these weekly reports, they got it. They saw something really interesting, called out to the account. There's a pretty sizable opportunity. This next one, which I love, is an inside sales rep looking at the data within the system saying, how can I do something? I, I want to target customers or accounts that are surging on competitors that aren't surging on extreme. Pretty novel use of it. Got us into a great opportunity in education. This one I love. This is a channel partner, our largest Canadian partner. They were not cool to working with us on some demand gen campaigns, and I'm not sure why. And we started showing them the Orion data, and it changed the conversation to, no, I don't want to work on campaigns, to how many can I work on? Why? Because we have really smart data. We're able to take their data and enrich it. This next one is an existing customer, right? This isn't all, this isn't all new logo stuff. They were using uh, a filter propensity to buy. So they started looking at their territory, focusing on the A's. And then this last one is, again, a TPS report, a uh, new customer in, in, in education. And so the one thing I can tell you, you know, we're early in this journey. We've run a lot of pilots. You know, we have hundreds of opportunities now in the pipeline. And one of the things that's super cool, 73% of those are new logo. And so it's really paying dividends for new logo. We're just now rolling it out for our global sales team. So I hope to see that number increase for the existing business side. This is just that one example of, 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 of a rep. I want to see an account, built a list. Those accounts that are surging on competitors were extreme. They're not surging on extreme. Cool, super cool way to use it. We weren't originally involved in the opportunity. We are now. And they would not have had any idea to call if it wasn't for the data. All right, I am running over. So I want to share this la two last slides. One is a view of the journey. And, and it's been a journey. And then it's going to tie into some of the lessons that I've learned. And I think the most interesting part of the journey is in July of 18, so just about a year ago, I, I coined the term Project Orion and got senior management buy-in to start it. But the reality of it, it started way back in August of 17 because we started buying some tools to analyze data. We had all of these accounts that we, that we had acquired via acquisitions and we couldn't really tell anything about them. On November of 18, I provided sales management a very clean one slide of the true overlap of accounts. It was jaw-dropping. We started doing some pilots, but it was you know a good six months kind of starting with this uh, account targeting concept that I really realized what we had, and it's evolving. And that's the one thing I would just say, there's so many uses for what we do today, both within marketing or sales and then outside. And so think about things in an agile perspective. There's a lot of a, a lot of milestones, you know, I kind of viewing this as key milestones 
from cross-functional workshops. Our, our first official workshop was September 18. We had channel ops in the room, marketing ops, we had sales ops, we had IT, critical, critical piece. We had uh, marketing folks, we had sales folks. I think it was a room of like 30 people, three days of talking about challenges and then how could we help them to overcome some of the challenges. The overall element was targeting, account targeting and prioritization. Third piece, we went live in Salesforce with our first data set in March of 19. So just a couple of months ago, piping all of this. Before then, we were doing things in spreadsheets. You know, am I happy to admit that? No, but we had the data. We got to get it to work. We were doing pilots. And then we're here today. We've got a pilot starting up that just started up using Tableau to visualize the data. And here's the thing that I absolutely love. So we acquired a company on Friday, Aerohive Networks. They were a really pesky competitor of ours, has some kick-ass technology. I'm going to take their data. I'm going to put it into Orion. We're, we're spinning up a shadow version of, or of Orion for Aerohive. I will be live with their data in weeks. It, it isn't the integration of the company, right? That's going to take three, six, nine months or longer. But I'm going to start driving value to sales and marketing organization within weeks of acquiring a company. Why? because I've built a really kick-ass data platform. We've learned a lot, and I think it's really powered us today. Okay, lessons learned. There's so many tools and data out there. It's mind-boggling. I love this. Just, just start. Crawl, walk, run. Start with manual. Figure out where you want to go. Build little small team pilots. Show results. You're never going to be able to do something like this and, and not do it all in one fell swoop. It's got to be over time, focus on low-hanging fruit. We have two-week sprints. So we use a, an agile sprint methodology. So we're rolling out new pieces of the project every two weeks, create cross-functional groups. I know you hear that in every, every conversation, but it's so important. Pilots are critical. And I know if there are any tech vendors in the room, they don't want to do pilots, but make them do pilots. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. I've made a lot of mistakes. Move on. Make them. You know, hopefully your management is respective of it. Move on. That's how you're going to learn. And then find and exploit trusted advisors and vendors. And for me, data is the great equalizer. It takes emotion out of the, out of the conversation, and you focus on facts, and you drive results. So that's my story. I hope uh, it was uh, uh, insightful for you guys. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.